0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer.
1: And I'm Jake Sherman.
0: And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, July 9th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we have a scoop in Punchbowl News AM that the U.S. Capitol Police could run out of money as early as next month. Number two, the Senate is set to take up another AUMF repeal when they return next week. And number three, The Power Matrix. Usually it's just for members, but because we are only doing AM newsletters, we're putting it in today's newsletter. We're going to talk about who's up and who's down this week. All right, Jake, you have the scoop this morning. U.S. Capitol Police, the beleaguered police force that has been trying to shore up the Capitol complex, keep members safe, has a major money problem.
1: That's right. This is a major deal, Anna. This is like I'd put this up there and some of the one of the biggest stories that we've broken at Punchbowl News because um uh, five sources told us yesterday that the Capitol Police is running out of money and could furlough dozens, if not hundreds, of employees if they don't get money before the end of the fiscal year. So listen, uh this is because, largely because, um, the department has paid out Tons and tons of money in uh, overtime since January sixth. I've heard police officers talking about this, uh, you know, uh, over the last couple months that they've just been working nonstop uh, around the clock to help protect the building. And you know, the House passed a 1.9 billion dollar supplemental spending bill, and uh, uh, but it's stuck in the Senate. So, so um, this would be solved if not for the gridlock in D.C.
0: I, the thing that is just as you zoom out, right, I feel like we have been on this drumbeat for the past many weeks saying, hey, guys, hold up the flag here. This bill, this, this money for this shoring up the Capitol complex that goes to the police, among other things, has been stuck in the Senate. And there doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency. These are the same people who, you know, were attacked on January 6th, that were defending the Capitol, that have had a death in at least one in their ranks because of it, have are suffering from real morale problems, large numbers of retirements. You know, it's it's just so striking because oftentimes when you think about Congress, you think about Washington. It's these kind of meta issues that are really thinking about you know the the framework and the, and the, and the framers. But this is really like the nuts and bolts of actually keeping members and their staff
1: safe. Yeah. And I, I like let's make this personal. I work at the Capitol every day. I, w- I don't want the Capitol police to have to furlough officers and close down posts. It's ridiculous. Um, we are, uh, you know, the Capitol is a vulnerable complex in even forget the security situation, it's the capital of the United States. <laughs> so, so it would be good if we, as a government, and we, as an American people, have the ability to protect the capital. And and listen, the um, I would say that the the security spending bill that the Senate is sitting on has a lot of other priorities, which the Senate does not agree with. But um, you know, I, I would I would be. They they could pass this. They could give the U, the Capitol Police some extra money in the uh, uh, kind of immediately without this lo- larger overall package.
0: Something that we are certainly going to be watching. So stay tuned for more as the reporting develops on that. Let's move on to the number two story of the day. The Senate panel is going to take up an Iraq AUMF repeal as US forces in Iraq and Syria are targeted that's the foreign relations committee uh this is you know one in a series of
1: AUMF repeals
0: that we are seeing this congress
1: yeah let's pull back the curtain the 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 camera and the curtain I guess for the <laughs> minute for the moment um and the um the the I, the United States and the Congress has been eager to repeal AUMFs. Uh, it's a little bit. The House just did it. There's. It's a little bit different in the Senate, where you know, um, obviously, it's tougher to get legislation through with the sixty vote threshold. But there's a growing drumbeat, a growing level of support for reorganizing uh, and rethinking the AUMF, uh, the posture of of the for the use of military force uh, around the world. Um, a lot of Lawmakers, Republicans and Democrats say that we've authorized the use of military force in the Middle East uh, for the purposes of the post 9-11 world. It's no longer uh, valid. It's no longer current. It's no longer necessary. I I would imagine that this, in addition, remember, Anna, in addition to legislation like infrastructure, um, government funding, debt limit, uh, security money, AUMF is top of mind and reworking an AUMF, rewriting an AUMF, and repealing old AUMFs, all this is going to come to head this fall.
0: All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day the Punch Power Matrix, our weekly sense of who's up, who's down. We debate it internally, uh, sometimes fiercely, sometimes it's pretty widely known who had a good week and who didn't uh, in the Washington area. So let's take the top three who are up this week. I'll take number one, Eric Adams. Adams, uh, will almost certainly be the next mayor of New York. Uh, National Dems are are taking a ton of interest in this race. Uh, Self-proclaimed future of the Democratic Party, a big win for Eric Adams coming from behind. A lot of people didn't see that coming.
1: Yeah, it's uh, also interesting, uh, a tweet that went viral last night, Eric Adams having dinner with Bo Deedle and John Katsamaitis, two prominent New York Republicans. So uh, the, left is, the left is kind of up in arms <laughs> the about plot their guy. The
0: thickens with Eric Adams. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, thank God we don't cover New York politics. Um, we got our own problems to deal with. Uh, jo- Joe Biden um, went to the Midwest touting his legislation, his legislative um, priorities, the American Jobs Act, American Families Act. And he's been buoyed by comments by Mitch McConnell that highlighted extra money that's flowing to state and local governments.
0: All right. And the third member who's up is it's a little shot across the bow. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, the House minority leader, is probably loving recess. It means one more week of freedom until he has to answer questions about his conference and former President Donald Trump.
1: Yeah. And speaking of that, the three are three downs. Number one, Donald Trump, who sued Facebook, Google and Twitter immediately had some issues in that the lawyers that he hired were uh, seemed not to be able to practice in the place that he that he um, uh, filed the suit. And also, furthermore, Trump started fundraising off the lawsuit immediately.
0: Number two in the down category, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, back to that New York mayor's race. She had backed leftist Maya Wiley in the New York mayoral race, who finished actually third in that primary. Definitely a uh, setback for progressives in the nation's largest city.
1: Number three, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who continues to talk about Nazis. Here's a a rule of thumb. Republicans and Democrats, Independents, Green Party, whoever should just stop talking about Nazis. That would be a a, a pretty good idea.
0: She's a perennial down on the power matrix. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.